Hands Off Parenting. It's just Hands Off Parenting. Put that down, don't touch that, stop it. Where's the line? Um, because we're rolling. Hi. Welcome to Hands Off Parents. I'm Abby. I'm <gasps> Steph. No, you are a liar. I am, I mean, I'm I'm sort of still who I am. You're somewhat changed. I have changed. You have this thing attached to you now. Let's see if we can hear him. Yes. That's the sound of my son breastfeeding. Because <laughs> he's doing it right now, guys. Oh, Nobody well, call the cops. <laughs> welcome back. Thank you. How are you? I'm so glad. I was actually like driving over here. I was like, I'm excited. Yeah. I like literally just saw you. Yeah. I mean, we did see each other you. like five times in the last 24 hours. Yeah. Um, I am. I'm pretty good. Yeah. I'm pretty good. You look good. Thanks. I took a shower today. That's always a good thing. Um, Taking showers more now with a newborn than you did without one. I That is true. That is actually true. Partially because I'm doing this yoga thing now. Oh, so you're just like gross. And you and have to shower. Yeah, you're That's gross. just disgusting. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, I feel like we just have like a lot of catching up to do. Like I don't even really know where to start. So let's start with you had a baby. I did. You did? What? Yes. No, okay. I did have a baby. This is in, in, in <laughs> fact my baby. What? Yes. <laughs> so, okay. I think the last time we talked to you is like right before you gave birth and yeah. I had shared some information with people about how uh, you were doing just right. and how cute your baby was, but I didn't really want to get into anything sure. that was private or personal to you. You didn't want to air my air all your diapers. <laughs> your, ooh, literally no, <laughs> I did not. Um, so maybe you can just tell us how is your, how is your birth? How did you birth? How was How's the all the parts? The parts, How's all the yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, God. I, you know, not too much about the parts. Well, my vagina's fine <laughs> okay. um, because uh, I don't birth my children through that canal. All right, um, they're cut out of me. Um, although I did have a tremendous amount of bleeding this time around. Really? I mean, just weeks and weeks and weeks. Like it was oh. insane. It was an insane amount of bleeding. Um, so we're just going to dive right in, guys. We're going to just, just like dive right in and talk about postpartum blood is Ugh. what we're going to talk about today. So um, disgusting. You know, it was, um, it was C-section-y. Uh, it's a verb. Yes. With Iris, I kind of went into labor ahead of time, so it was a little bit like I could experience that and then have the C-section a couple days early. With this, it was scheduled, so we knew when we were going to go in. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a lot more painful this time. Um, mm, I could come? feel them like putting all the stuff back in <laughs> and the light that is above like was reflecting. Oh no. My guts. So you could kind of so see, see it. I could see the blood and uh, I could see, yeah, it was, it was pretty fucked up. And, and like, and I didn't want to say anything cause I didn't want to like distract anyone. Yeah. <laughs> like not while they're doing that. No. So I just dealt with fact, it, you yeah. know? Um, my, um, my good friend Rosie also had a baby recently and she's been on the show before and she told me that like, not that she saw it, but that her husband or the doctor, I don't remember, like took a picture of it all. What? Yeah. I was, and like her husband was like, like grabbed it. No. (laughs) She was like, never show me that again. I never want to see what the insides of my body look like. Yeah. It was kind of crazy. Um, cause you can feel them like tugging. Yeah. 
And then to have a visual was just sort of a weird mind fuck. That's yeah. Um, now I, I did have, have like a really painful um, like epidural experience the first time. So I specifically asked because a nurse said you should ask for like the attending. Okay. And which I didn't know. Oh uh, yeah, yeah. Um, and I did, and he knew what he was doing. So I was glad that I. So it was much. Asked, it was much. That was much easier. But but um. Like, I don't know. Basically, what I hear is that your second time mm-hmm. you have a child, your uterus, uh, when when it's contracting, trying to contract back, it, you have contractions. I mean, it just, it, you get cramps, really bad cramps. Oh, after. After the it, fact. Yeah. Um, and my uterus was cramped. I was so stretched out. That's why I had the baby early, because I had so much fluid, um, that the cramping that was going on was so horrific. It was like labor. So I had like labor after the fact. And then they were like pushing on my abdomen to get blood clots out um, after having a C-section. And then the baby was having respiratory distress. So everyone was kind of like running around trying to figure out that. And then they were like, well, let's put him on your chest and see if that fixes things. And I was like in so much pain that I was like, I can't have him on my chest. Like I'm. I'm dying here. So you felt it all? Like it was, you ho- it was horrible. Oh. This was, well, this was when I went back to the recovery place. Okay, so the drugs started to wear yes. off. Yes, and um, that's when they were pushing on my abdomen, and that's when I thought I was going to fucking die. Um, and then they, like, took him to the NICU, and Mike went with him, and I was just kind of, like, there by myself in, like, these this tremendous pain. That is a weird feeling, right? Yeah. That where you're, like, oh, especially because the first time you got to have her yes. right away, right? I... I hated it. Yeah. I was um, so, so distraught. It's like, it's like you are immediately lonely because you've lost a part of you and you can't even like hold on to this newborn baby. It was like, um, like I had a taste of a handmaid's tale. Like they rip the baby away from them and give them to someone else. I was just like. It was it was more painful than I could have even imagined. Yeah. Um, Except not because did you watch when she gave birth on the Handmaid's Tale? I sure did. Nothing is more painful than that in my mind. I sure did. <laughs> that was that was a yep. rough one. It was that intense. Was yep. Uh, anyway, moving on. So he goes to the NICU for thirty six hours. He went in for respiratory distress, and then what happens when they're in the NICU is that because they're not like breastfeeding or like their blood sugar drops and so then like they have to have three things they have to have their blood sugar the right level their heart rate and then the the respiratory thing and so I was frustrated because I was like yo if he was with me then I could be breastfeeding him all the time and he could be doing skin to skin and it would probably help his blood sugar but you're not going to let him out yeah so it was frustrating and like you know, like I was like ready to go up there immediately and they wouldn't let me. And then I was like, listen, I'm going to go up there. So do you want to help me do it? Or do you want me to like pull this fucking catheter out and yeah. go do it myself yeah. <laughs> essentially? And so we went up there like right aw- six hours after. Yeah, that's pretty quick. And I think my friend Michelle, I think she listens. What's up, Michelle? I think she listens with her NICU nurses actually. So hello Aww. to all of you. Thank you for your service. Um what are you, what is happening with you? You're having a, an experience. Oh, it's because I took the boob out of your mouth. My apologies, sir. My apologies. Um, she said that NICU moms recover fastest usually because they're walking around like they're ah. up. And it is true. Like that night we were there every three hours on the nose f- to feed him. To feed him. So mm-hmm. you started breastfeeding right away. Immediately. 
See, I didn't do that um, because nobody told me to, which was for sort of like, like now. Like the NICU nurses didn't? No. And I, I mean, they were, they were in extreme circumstances because they were in, not one of them was in a bubble, maybe. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like a. Yeah, the box. Yeah. The baby box. And so I couldn't really touch. No, I'm wrong. But it took, it took quite a few days for them to let me hold them wow yeah was it, that horrible it was awful I yeah mean, it was you, awful were you just like i can't. like i want to hold my babies and then finally the um lactation consultant she was she was floored she said i'm going to go down there and advocate for you because this is ridiculous where did you deliver uh texas women's, women's. yeah i heard some other than that i had a fine time but i just was so unfamiliar and i think that's the the second mother yep uh the first mother dilemma and the second mother sort of sort of bonus that you know more you just know more yeah to ask and to say no this is silly i'm gonna do this now and although it was funny because like an hour before going in for my c-section i realized that i did not remember anything about how to hold a baby while breastfeeding. So I was watching YouTube videos like on my way in. Yes. <laughs> like, how do I do this? I was like, oh shit, I'm going to have to do this like in an hour. Yeah. You know, um, or what I thought would be an hour. Um, so. So how long was he in the NICU for? 36 hours. Okay. Not yeah. too bad, but, but still. It was, it was hard. hard. And, and um, I was really emotional about it. And, so we had initially named him Harris. This was the other thing. Yeah. Um, and which for those who don't remember is your brother's name. My brother who passed away, you know, Harrison. My son's name is Harrison, uh, named for Harris. But Mike and I were debating the name like the night before. Mm-hmm. Like the night before we were like, what are we going to name this fucking kid? Like we had no idea. And uh, we named him Harris. And then I called the NICU and I was like, this is Harris's mom. And I just like lost it. And I was like, Okay. Got to change his name, Mike. Yeah. <laughs> Going to have to redo that. That's hard. That's <laughs> so, hard. Um, so but at least it was just now and like right away and not. Yes. Ten years oh. down the road. <laughs> I just am not feeling this. I'm just not feeling this. It's not working anymore. Yeah. Um, it. But yeah. Harrison is a great name. And then he just didn't have a name for two days. We just called him Untitled Wax Project. <laughs> um which we kind of liked. We yeah. were thinking maybe we would just stick with that. <laughs> I like it. Just be one of those horrible people. Horrible. U- UWP. Yeah. <laughs> UWP. You down with UWP? Yes. Um, you know me. So that was that. And then we were thinking that he was going to be like a very chill baby because he was chill. Um, like he just felt like easier right off the bat than Iris did. Because um, she was just like a monster <laughs> the second she came out, <laughs> in like the gra- in a great way. Like right. she came out with her eyes open and like ready to party. Yeah, you know, yeah. or like ready to be president yes. or something. Um, uh, he failed his newborn hearing screening in the hospital. He failed his left ear in the hospital, um, and I spiraled into a uh, a real uh, dark place because of that. So you found out the fir- in the hospital there was issues. Yes. But you thought maybe it was related to fluids. I did. Like I did because because he had a, I had so much fluid. He had so much fluid. Um, Iris never passed anything. She never passed any hearing test. If anybody's just joining and doesn't know this, my daughter Iris has hearing loss that is genetic. Uh, and, you know, I don't know. I just said, oh, I think this is going to be okay. I think this is going to be fine. Um, 
we have an audiologist that we know. So we took him when he was five days old in. She said, I can test for fluid. Mm-hmm. And um, she said, there's no fluid. Okay. I said, fuck. That was how I responded. She goes, it's okay. It's okay. It could still be, it could maybe have cleared by now. So let's right. just do the test and see. Right. The test took a really long time. And as somebody who, who has been down this road before, I know that when a test takes a long time, it's not good. So this is the test where they put sort of the, they do it from a kind of a brain scan. Yes, it's called an ABR. It's an auditory brain response test. And they put electrodes around the baby's head and then they put little earphones in their ears and um, play basically like beeps and buzzes. And then it it looks and sees what the brain measures. Mm -hmm. So it's pretty amazing that they can do it on a baby that's that young. Um, And he was diagnosed with unilateral hearing loss. Okay. And so he is profoundly deaf in his left ear mm-hmm. and has normal hearing on his right ear. Um, the craziest part about it is that his loss is due to the fact that on his left side he has a malformation in his ear. So he essentially just has like a blob where his cochlea should be. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's called structural, whereas irises is called genetic. Yeah. And typically those two are not related. Typically... You know, if we had had Harrison first, they would say to us, you won't have another baby with hearing loss. Right. This is a fluke. This happened um, gestationally. Right. You know. Right. As um, he was developing in the womb. Exactly. So, um, yeah, I mean, I've had my pediatrician who says, well, you just have shitty luck. Yeah. Uh, and this is just like a really bad coincidence to um, a geneticist who says, you know, there's, there's likely a link, but none that we could possibly begin to explain to you, which is the craziest to me that it's, it I, is. Cause I would think with my expertise in genetics, genetics and audiology, that there has to be a link, but it's so you and me both. Yeah. Nuts. That one is structural and one is, is uh, genetic. Well, and it and doesn't even make sense. Not only that, but man, he is taking the biggest boop right now. Yes. I mean, it is just intense so what is happening. And pooping. He's amazingly, <laughs> like, he's very, very advanced. Multitasking. He can eat and poop all the time, like, constantly. He's probably wow. peeing, too. Oh, my gosh. He's amazing. Yeah. Um, and he's, like, beating my boob <laughs> simultaneously. Yeah. That's like, can you ba- rub your I know, head? That's a lot of toots. That's a lot. Your stomach at the same time. <laughs> Tell us about it. Oh, I know. I know. A wee, a wee, a wee. Um, what's wrong, baby? Hold on. Let me flip him. Okay. Um, I can pause this part. So, so the craziest part was yes. that um, we went to see like the director of the ear and hearing center at Texas Children's, and he said um, it's very unusual for unilateral hearing loss to be genetic, because if it's a genetic loss that disease Mm -hmm. covers both ears. I mean, it's not like it would just be coded, you know, like one ear would be like poorly. (laughs) Doesn't make sense. Like one ear has the genetic malformation, but the other's fine. So it's very strange. Um, It's one of those things that it's not helpful to ask why because it doesn't change our treatment. Right. Um, Which is what? Which is nothing. (laughs) I mean, the even crazier part is that when we were in the hospital, we found out Iris had hearing loss, and I was weeping, and it was horrible, you know, the first time around. Mike said, it's not a big deal. You know, we'll just give her a cochlear implant or something. My son can't have one. He he does not qualify. Right. Um, He would not be a candidate for that. So um, there's nothing we can do. Um, since I have found this out, I have reached out to a former student who has deaf in one ear, and she's incredible, and 
everyone I tell is like, oh, my mother, sister, brother, husband is deaf in one ear. So apparently everyone in the fucking world is deaf in one ear and nobody, and I just never knew it. And doing fine. And doing fine. And, and, you know, this other doctor we went to that had terrible bedside manner, um, he's like a cochlear implant guru. Um, We just wanted to confirm that, like, we couldn't do that. He was like, you know, if you would have come in here a few years ago and, and like, he would have just turned you, we would have turned you away and said he's fine. So it's only in the last several years that they've even been implanting kids with who are deaf on one side. So they would implant in the good ear. No, no, no. In the bad ear. In the bad ear. Yeah. An implant. Yeah. Okay. 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 Right. But, but you have to have like a hearing nerve. You have to have. Right. Which he doesn't have. No. So he can't. It doesn't matter. He can't do it anyway. Doesn't okay. qualify. Okay. He will never be able to hear out of that ear. Never. Okay. It's just a prop. Yeah. It's a prop ear. It looks good. It's a beautiful ear. Yeah. Um, it's a good looking prop. Yeah. Um, so all of that. Um, How did you feel? <laughs> well, you saw me, Abby. I know. Um, oh, you mean I should tell our listeners? <laughs> you know what? Honestly, I was a I was a hot mess, but it was for such a shorter time than it was for Iris. And I knew what to do this time. And I had been down the road. And, like, I just kind of decided that, like, I can't. You know, it's it's easy to feel like this is another thing that's happened that I can't control that's not fair. Yeah. Yeah. And we've had a lot of those in the last few years. And um and it's easy to be like, fuck, like this sucks and you know, I hate everything and why do we exist and what's the point yeah. of it all? And but like he's my baby and, and he's, he's lovely. lovely and I and uh, he's perfect and you know, I think it's such a weird experience because it's invisible with him. Like with Iris, she got her hearing aids at six weeks old. And so I could see them. Yeah. I could hear them. When I pressed her up against my body, they, they gave, there was feedback. Yeah. I mean, they were a huge part of our lives, these hearing aids. And they still are. People stared yeah. at her when right. we would go out in public. It was, it was huge. Um, and she was very bald. So yeah. they were front and center. With him, he looks just like a typical baby. So we're not having to deal with that side of things. Yeah. And I had this moment where somebody texted to ask, like, how the baby's doing. And I, my instinct was to be like, oh, he's deaf in one ear. Mm-hmm. And then I erased it. And I was like, why am I going to lead with that? Yeah. Like, what, what is that? That, that's not who he, that doesn't, that's not who he has to be. Yeah. Um, and, and, you know, we're, we're, he's in speech therapy. And, um, and I'm on Zoloft and I went back to therapy. I'm doing hot yoga. I am going back to work. I, I made a very concerted effort to be very transparent about how shitty I was feeling. Mm -hmm. I made an effort to see people. I packed my calendar. I had friends over, even if I didn't want people here, even though I felt like shit, I was like, I can't isolate. Yeah. I can't do the same thing that I did with Iris, which was to just shut myself off mm-hmm. and be um, consumed by my own negative thinking for, you know, a year. It, it's just not helpful. No. And I think that um, I saw you at the bris and you said you you like I was in the shower and I had like a, a revelation and I I was talking to one of your other friends. Well, I'll say her name. Her name is Annie. Wow. She was on the show like two weeks wow. ago without you. There like it is. Best friends now There it is. I heard you. that. I heard that. All. We'll, yeah. we'll talk about that later. Um, but anyway, we were like, both of us said, I think that she's going to be okay. Yeah. 
because it, it just seemed like you had had, you know, it, uh, just just an insight into yourself and said, oh, you know what, this is going to be OK. And it, I, or it is what it is. It I is think what, that's it what it is. It is what it is. It is what it is. And and I don't know. I mean, I unfortunately have had several friends who have lost babies yep. um, who have who have um, not you know, been able to have babies. I mean, my baby is healthy in the NICU. Holy shit. It was also like kind of a mind fuck because I was in the NICU and like my baby did have this tiny little thing wrong with him. But then there's babies that have been there for a year. Yeah. And there was this one baby that came into the NICU um, with a team of 20 people behind him. And they had to move Harrison to the other side of the NICU because this baby had to have an entire wall to himself because of all the equipment. Um, and I remember going in there that night at nine for the nine o'clock feeding and seeing his parents there and just, um, my heart just like was breaking for them because I was just like, I have the smallest taste of what you're experiencing right now. And I have no fucking right to be like, because yeah. my baby can breathe on his own and he is, he, you know, his organs are working and this is going to be a challenge. But it's very different than, yeah, I remember we, there was one couple who had this baby and I was like, I want to touch my babies. I want to hold my babies. And I mean, they, their baby was in a, an incubator for the entire time that and before our boys got in there. So I don't even know three weeks they couldn't they had to stick their hands in into gloves into this thing and it was just like oh my gosh this is heartbreaking yeah i don't know if that baby made it or right right that's the thing i mean i i did have this moment in the shower where i was like just shut up just stop it like be grateful be grateful for what you have instead of wishing for what you don't have because i'm not ever going to be able to fix what's broken it is what it is yeah and i think with Iris, um, having her be a role model and seeing how amazingly well she's done and like how extraordinary she is, you know, part of what was scary with her was that I didn't know if she was going to be okay. I didn't yeah. know if she was going to develop okay. And, you know, with him, I have fears too, cause he's also like missing a balance nerve on, on one of, on that side. And yeah. He might not be a soccer player. But everybody says that the other ear compensates and that he's going to be able to live a totally normal life. Yeah. What is normal? What is normal? Also. I, you know, not to, never mind. No, go f- go for it. I'm just going to say, I can't hear or see anything anymore. <laughs> but that's just old age. You're just really old, Abby. I'm just really old. It's different. It's different. Um, so no. that, so well, that I'm very happened. Glad. Yeah. I'm glad that you feel better about your life and your baby I do. And, and well and then it's something to celebrate we had a no, I mean then he was also a normal baby so yeah. like a, nor- a normal baby for me though I make babies who like can't process soy or dairy who also have reflux I mean <laughs> yeah. so like he screamed for four weeks wow. like 24 hours a day and you're like and you can barely even hear yourself <laughs> No, that's like, not even a funny joke. No, I'm that wasn't good. Joke. I'm done. I'm done here. I'm <laughs> flipping over the table and walking out the door, and this is my fucking house. Um, yeah, it was. Uh, it was. No, that's hard. That's the hell. Hard. It yeah. was hell. And like he was, you know, there's, you know, there's supposed to smile at six weeks. He didn't really start until he was like eleven weeks. 
And now he is like a beaming nonstop smile, nonstop smile fest. Yeah. But I, I, we went through, I mean, I think every new, that's the new parent stuff that kills you where you're like, why why are they crying all the time? Why are they? And it, uh, so I feel you that you had then had this other thing sort of weighing in the back of your head. Yes. But sleeping and eating and not you know, crying all the time probably trumped that for a little while at least. Got it out of your the forefront of your mind. I mean, I just forgot how hard it was. I really forgot. It's awful. And I just forgot <laughs> about how awful. much blood there was. There's just so much blood. And I'm going to get he- real here, listeners, male listeners. I'm pretty sure I got my period at six weeks. Not even. That's breastfeeding yeah. around the clock. That's terrible. So, you, you know. You don't even get a break. Why are we respect. here? I don't know. It's what is the point of any of it? Oh. I'm not sure. Um, then you have a little baby. My baby is really cute. Yeah, he's super cute. He's really cute. He's very sweet. He's very, he's good. He's pretty he's good. He's a good baby. Yeah. Um, he's a loving baby. He just wants to snuggle and be held constantly. The sling, he loves the sling. Mm-hmm. Iris didn't want anything to do with the sling. Um, she's, you know, yeah, that's how she doing with him. You know, it's interesting. She loves him. She loves him. She wants to change his diaper. She wants to literally be the only one to change his diaper. Um, she's constantly right in his face mm-hmm. and touching him constantly. And so I feel shitty because I'm always like. Don't touch his face. Don't touch his face. Don't put your, don't kiss his face. Don't kiss his mouth. Don't don't push on his head. Don't pick him up without mommy being there. Don't put your hand there. Don't, I mean, it's all don't know nibbed. Yeah. And I hate that. Um, and she's been generally pretty good. There's been a few moments where she's like, no one's paying attention to me. You're just paying attention to the baby. Um, Mike and I started this thing last week where, you know, like when the baby would hit her accidentally, she'd be like, he just hit me. And we'd be like, Iris. He's a baby. Like, he can't help it. Get over it. Last week, we started going, Harrison, did you just hit your sister? Why did you hit your sister? I love it. And she went, Mom, he's just a baby. He didn't mean to do it. That's great. That's so we, great. we kind of flipped that around. That's helped. That's good. How's um, the sleeping, though? Is she, like, in her own bed? She's doing she's, good. That's yeah. good. Because I can't imagine if you had to deal with that as there's well. There's been a few nights where um, Mike has had to go in with her. And I think that my sister-in-law is having a baby, like, right now, like, today. Oh, really? Um, and so Mike and Iris are going to be going to uh, the Briss uh, next week. So me and Harry will be home alone. alone. Wow. <laughs> Wildly terrified. Um, but, yeah, it's um, it's the best of times. It's the worst of times. Yeah. yeah. Um, watching a lot of really good TV. You are. Yeah. That I miss that. I miss um, the watching of TV while of really you like TV. breastfed yeah. or or pumped or whatever. Um, we what else is going on in our lives? We had no air. We got in a car accident. Yeah, you had you had a lot of uh, a There's lot of things go on. I mean, that's just how we do it. We do really good with trauma around yeah. here. Like things going the wrong way. Like we're experts. Yeah, you guys got into a car accident like a two weeks after yeah. he was born, he, and they hit. The lady ran a red light and hit the passenger side front door, and yeah. he was the passenger side back door. And that must have also been a sort of, I hate the term come to Jesus moment, but oh my gosh, like it was. I could have, it was. Could have just been killed in a car accident. I was 
hysterical. That's, I mean, it was awful. Um, you know, I, I, and then like, I just like, I hear people, I go to this like postpartum group and I heard this woman today. She was talking about like, she needs to know like how everything, like she needs the rules. She needs the manual. She needs to know exactly how everything's going to go. She mm-hmm. needs to she first time mom. All, yes. And I'm just sitting there listening and I'm just like, Oh baby, you are, you just, you are going to suffer. Yeah. <laughs> it's going to be really hard be for hard. you. Um, although I do think there are, I hear people in the world who seem to have easy times. I feel like for our family, for weird magnets for things going wrong like for just things not going I don't I don't want to say wrong because I don't want to blunt my children into that category but like non-traditional like hardship like there's a lot of hardship that I think ends up making us good and stronger strong and all that stuff all those stupid fucking cliches are true yeah um but yeah it's uh it's definitely, I, you know, I expected to have depression. I definitely did. Yeah, you did. But I was ready for it. I knew what to do. Yeah. And I wasn't surprised by it. Because I would imagine after Iris, so your brother passed away. A year. When she was a year old. When she was a year old. So you're probably a little, you probably were a bit out of, the, but you had the ear thing. So it's, I'm just saying, like, there were so many variables yeah. with that. I had the ear thing, plus my brother went to rehab. That's right. A month after she was born. So that was a huge part of it, weighing on And you. he was in and out of rehab that entire year. Yeah. So, I mean, it was hell. And we had to move out of our house. I remember that. Because we had a mold infestation. Yeah. These things don't happen all at once to other people. I mean, I could write a fucking book about it. Oh, you should. Okay. It's called <laughs> Everything is Horrible and Wonderful. It's available on Amazon. Please go buy it so my kids can go to college. Um, yes. So this must be a much nicer situation then. I think so. Yeah. I think it is. Um, I've been forced to cook against my will and everyone who listens to the show knows that that's fucking bullshit. Um, but I can't, I mean, I can't eat soy and dairy, which means I can't live in the world. Yeah. Like I, I essentially, everything has soy in it. If you don't know, everything that you put in your mouth has soy in it. Um, and then if you go to a restaurant, the stuff that doesn't have soy in it is cooked in butter. And yes. Um, it has and even if they tell anyway. you that they don't have butter in it, it's they're so lying nice. and they don't give a shit. Yeah. Um, so like I had to make hamburgers at the house the other day. Do you know how many times I've made hamburgers at my home? Never. I made hamburgers and fries at my house. Wow. Did they come out good? Yeah. Sometimes when you cook yeah, it real did. food, it's... It did. Um, on a similar yet not at all great similar note, my husband, um, I think I've mentioned this before. He's really into this website. Meh, 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 meh. I like it. It, it It's like the old woot. Oh yeah. Woot? Yeah. Yeah. Same thing. So you get like a box of some crap. Sometimes you know what it is. Somebody, he bought, um, a 24 pack of neat meat and he was oh. so excited. Um, it's really just like, uh, dehydrated chickpea flour that you put water in and then fry wow and now i'm making it all the time is it good no okay no 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 cool it's not good i like that that's how that ended (laughs) no i mean he's okay he doesn't know what meat tastes like anymore sure but it's just kind of funny that now i'm forced to cook yes fake meat right right Right. (laughs) yeah similar to your situation yeah 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 i did buy myself an instant pot i 
I we talked about your instant pot, <laughs> <laughs> me and Annie. <laughs> It's pretty like the bulk it's, of our conversation. That's uh, sad, um, <laughs> but uh, but also I un- I, un- I get it because the instant pot is pretty amazing. And if anybody wants to talk about it, I'm at Facebook and on Twitter and at um, Instagram, and I'll be happy to talk to you about it. We there was one on, like Prime Day, and Rob was like, "Do you want an instant pot?" I said, you should have done it. I you just, made I'll, the wrong choice. I'll never use. I never you think you won't. You think you won't, but <laughs> it makes beans in thirty minutes. Dried beans. That's pretty cool. Come on, you don't. You've never seen anything like that before. We need. To, why am I? Okay, uh, yeah, stop. Why am I even plugging this right now? Us. So, um, um, okay. Here's what you missed about my life. Yeah, yeah. This baby. Let's take a little break. All right, let's take a break. Mommies are people, people with children. When mommies were little, they used to be girls like some of you. But then they grew, and now mommies are women, women with children, busy with children and things that they do. There are a lot of Okay, we're back. Okay, so. All right, so. Tell me what I missed. Today is the boys' last day of daycare. Wow. We made all the teachers cards, except. You handmade them? Uh, the boys did. Let's come full circle. Yeah. <laughs> the boys did. where we started. Yes. Homemade Valentine's. Homemade Valentine's are homemade goodbye cards um, that Levi drew aliens and ghosts on that were dying. <laughs> And Jack only wanted to write on one teacher's card because that's oh. how he rolls. Oh, my God. I love it. Um, but yes. anyway, so I dropped them off this morning and I was oddly sad. Really? Because like they're going. I mean, they're starting pre-K. It's not not like kindergarten. So but it's a milestone. But I I wasn't sure if I was sad because I'm going to have them home for a month. Yeah. I don't think so. Or if I'm just, you know, it's this is a transition, a transition. Yeah. yeah. Transitions. You know, it's I think it's a way to mark time. Yeah. Yeah. So you're you're like faced with like oh they're not babies anymore. Yeah, they're they're gonna be they're going to they're school. Yeah, they're kids. They're kids who keep peeing in the bed. I'm so sorry. They it got good. We did good. Um, we did seven days. Then Levi gave up. He was like, oh, I got my treat. I don't care anymore. And peed at school. Then Jack was doing so good, and we had been waking him up at nine thirty or like nine. 45 mm-hmm. before we went to bed and then Rob had been getting him up at like 5 30 in the morning or six and then f- kind of phased out the morning thing and he was doing fine and then last night it was 9 45 and Rob was like you should get him up and I just went in there and he was just passed out I was like I don't want to wake him up he's just so sleeping and I should have woke him up because he woke me up at three so you know I did it to <sighs> myself this morning I it's I was thinking about this um, because all I do is sit around and scroll through Instagram stories and feed my baby, Mm -hmm. sit on my couch. A lot of thinking. It's parenting. It's so hard to be like present in wherever you are. Yeah. Like you're so busy right now wishing that they weren't having this issue, you know, and then like what's the it's like 
I don't know. It's like hard to ever just be like Harrison's been crying and I'm like, okay, when's he going to get to the point where he's smiling? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Now he's here. Okay. Well now when is he going to get to the you're point always, where he's, yes. When is he going to crawl? When, when is, is gonna this going to be done? When, when is, is this going to be fixed? Yep. It's like, and, and I don't know. I mean, it's, um, it's sad in a way. It is because the, the, the paradox to me being like, when are they going to be done with that? When are they going to be, is that, they're done with daycare now and I got sad about it because exactly. they're they're moving on in a way that I am maybe not prepared for or ready yeah. for or Yeah. Yeah. And thinking about when Josh was here, Rabbi Josh. Yeah. And he was saying sort of mark those moments. Right. Um yeah, I don't know how to mark them. Well, I feel like we're going to have three weeks together and we're going to do fun stuff. And that'll be our the last summer that we yeah. like hang I out together. I wonder like if you can, like, have you guys created a schedule? No, but we're, we should. We're going to do, a, we're going to practice eating lunch. We're going to, we practiced homework one day already and we, I got them a snack. I took a picture. I was so excited. I was like, they're eating a snack and doing homework. It's amazing. That's very cute. Yeah. And so, yeah, I think we're going to do all those things. We're going to go get lunch boxes and all the. And I wonder if like you every day, like you set up a, um, a schedule like where, okay, just so you don't fall into three weeks of just TV or whatever that you like, okay, we're going to wake up and then we eat breakfast and then we have. 30 minutes of free play and then we do yeah. one outing. We do one fun outing and yep. then we like, I wonder if you could sort of so that you guys are all sort of sanity saved. Yeah. I think that's a great idea. And that's what I, I would definitely was thinking, Oh, in the mornings we'll do stuff. And then, I mean, I still have so much work to do. So hopefully we get that done in the morning, you know, we yes. have fun in the morning so that they'll be a little tired out. It'll also, yeah, it'll help them. I think with that transition because they've been in daycare and they've been napping. Right. And well, they're still going to nap, but not at home for the next three weeks. So they're going to lose the nap. Can you make them nap? I'm going to try, but it's not going to work because they never nap on the weekends. I mean, my kids stopped napping at 18 months old. So, but then when she was at school, she naps. No, she she lays on. It it is the biggest source of anxiety for her. Like to this day, she's like, she went to a camp this summer where she has to nap. And then she went to another camp for one week. And she was like, do I have to nap there? That's the first question she asked because she hates it. She hates it. Don't you wish you could nap all the time? Yes. That's all I want. Yeah. All I want in the world is to sleep in my bed all day long and all night long. Just lay there forever. Yeah. Um, I don't know what that means, but I'm just going to put tired. that out there. Just okay. you're tired. Um, I instituted a new television policy in my home. Okay. For um, Harrison. <laughs> for Harrison, and it's that he watches all day long. Yes. We've decided that it is, ex- in fact, going to spur his brain development. Write a medium post about it. Yeah. See how people reply. Yeah, I'm sure they'll be very favorable. <laughs> yes, they will. Um. Part of my TV policy is that because we have this h- tiny baby in the house, I feel shitty that um, the TV's on all the time. Yeah. He does have hearing loss. You're not supposed to have the TV on all the time if you're a kid without it, but especially if you're a kid with it. Um, and with Iris, you know, she was the first one, so we didn't expose her to a screen until she was one year old. Mm-hmm. Um, Harrison doesn't have that luxury. So um, I gave, I went to the 99 cent store, I got a bag of colored popsicle sticks. And I gave Iris 10 popsicle sticks on a Monday and then two either fat popsicle sticks or like a different color popsicle stick. Okay. 
Um, and those are movies. The fat popsicle sticks are movies and the skinny ones are episodes. Okay. So she gets 10 episodes and two movies a week. And she can spend them however she wants. Mm-hmm. So if she watches six episodes in one day, that's totally her choice. But she only has four left for the rest of the week. Right. So it's teaching her how to like budget it. I like and it. I love it. When the popsicle sticks run out, it's not my fault. Yeah. She's the one that decided to spend them in that way. Yep. yep. Um, so that's been that's been a little helpful. That's it's, good. It's helping that's to even out like um, like the, 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 the psychotic individual that she is like otherwise. I think maybe in summertime like kids are just crazy or something. Yeah. It's still lost the structure and it's. Yeah. I don't know. The boys have been recently on on Saturdays. They've says, we're not going to school today, right? And I go, no, it's Saturday. Goes, yes. Yeah. I'm like, is that a summer thing? You're totally. Just, I mean, you're in daycare. That's not even school. Totally. You play there. What is Iris the problem? Is exactly the same. Yeah. Like, the weekend. Yeah. I mean, I guess everybody's working for it. Yeah. Everyone, everyone's working. That's what they say. Yes. That's what they say. Um, what else is that? Oh, um, my, my kid has started to lie. I'm wondering <laughs> if anybody has, has dealt with that four-year-old lying what does she lie about everything um today this morning i'm like did you brush your teeth she's like yep and i'm like okay you did yep all right well so if i go in the bathroom and i feel your toothbrush is gonna be wet well i dried it right after oh no that's like lie on top of a lie okay well i don't like lying so why don't we try that again did you brush your teeth no okay um so there was that did you go potty? Yes. She did not go potty. Mm. Um, what's your counselor? How, what are your counselor's names? Oh, we only have one counselor. Really? You only have one counselor? Well, what's her name? Danielle. So if I called the camp director and asked her, she would tell me you have one counselor. Oh, well, we have two. I just don't know the other one's name. Hmm. I wonder why. I wonder where this is coming from. I want a snack, mommy. Um, You can't have a snack. It's dinner time. Okay, okay, okay. Grabs a fucking snack. Sits on the couch. Tries to hide it mm. under her leg. Well, I I'm like, I see it. Yeah. I mean, you're good. I, you're sneaky and I like it. And I, I mean, you're a woman after my own heart is the thing. Um. But the lying is, it's amazing to me that they know that they're doing this. I mean, it's very conscious. Yeah. Levi lies about certain things. Um, Jack does not know how to tell a lie, even when he steals cookies from Whole Foods. Which happened the other day that he just ate one. While we were food shopping. That was hilarious. Um, and just told me. They're right there. They're out in the open. I ate a cookie. I was hungry. That was his justification. right there. It was very lame is. I I kind of loved it. I mean, when you're four and there's like a plate of cookies, why why wouldn't you grab one? I don't know. It doesn't make sense that we all don't do that. (laughs) Maybe we do. (laughs) But yeah, but Levi does lie about things. He'll he'll lie about, um, oh, I already went potty. Yeah, he lies about potty all the time. I already went potty. And that is like, I just don't want to do it. So Right. right, right. Um, well, and then we had that big thing a, f- a couple months ago with her with the hearing aid where yes, she pretended like she couldn't hear me. Yes. I think that she is playing with her power and yeah. what she has control over. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's very normal. But yeah. And I think, you know, like everything, if I freak out about it, it's going to make it worse. Yes. So how do you not freak out? So I think what I need to do is say. You know, listen, um, let's just work backwards. Like, if you don't brush your teeth, you know, what happens? Yeah. And just sort of ask her, okay, you know, I could call your counselor and ask her about it, but I would rather just talk to you. Right. So, because, you know, you're a big girl. And I, and, and I kind of got like a smackdown for my new therapist. I changed therapist. I love her so much. 
Guys, everyone go to therapy. What are you doing? Why are you not in therapy right now? I am. Good. Talking to you. Um, <laughs> but she, uh, I showed her this video where I was like telling Iris I didn't want her to grow up. And Iris was saying, but I have to grow up. I have to get big. And I was like, but it makes me sad. She's like, yeah, listen, you might not want to do that because what you're telling her is that um, little things are who you love. And you um, love the baby right now. Yeah. And you're telling her that you're make, you're sad that she's getting big. And so why don't you try to empower her and say, man, you know, you you are so grown up now. It's so awesome. And, you know, the other night I was leaving and to go to a meet to go to a board meeting. And um, she was like all upset that I was leaving. I said, listen, I need you to be the mommy because, you know, I'm not going to be here. Daddy needs your help. Harrison needs your help. Yeah. She's like, okay, mommy, I'll be the mommy. So much so that apparently I closed the door. She closed the door, walked me out, turns to Mike and goes, okay, I'm the mommy. (laughs) So we're married now. Um, I'm your wife. So I will call you Mike. And uh, Mike, um, we have a lot to do with the baby. It's like she just shook her head, like the weight of the world on her shoulders. Aww. Like we got to change him. We got to feed him. I'm going to sleep in your bed tonight. Oh, no. <laughs> and Mike was like, calm <laughs> down. It's like a little Freudian. <laughs> yes. It's a little strange. Um, but no, I think that's the right way to go about Empowerment. it. Right? Empowerment. It's just hard. It's hard because. Because you want to sh- be like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. Why are you lying? Yeah. Like you want to be like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Yeah. Yeah. But she's probably going through so many things that we just don't even understand with the baby. And this is the age when they start doing things like lying and they start needing so much more space of their own. Um, Jack and Levi. Well, Jack in particular has been doing telling Levi he doesn't want to play with him. I mean, not in a bad way. Just like, please leave me alone right now. I need, and we've been trying to be like, you know what, Levi? Sometimes Jack just needs his own time. He just wants to play by himself. Right. It's not a big deal. And Levi gets really upset about it. Yeah. Um, But I'm just, just, you know, you can, I'll play with him or Rob will play with him or. You um, know, about once a week for two minutes. I consider how hard it is to be four. Yeah. And yeah. I think it's hard. I think it is. Is what I've concluded. I mean, in some ways. It's you you let people telling you what to do all day yeah. long. Yeah. All day long. Like, I look at her. She's this little thing. Yeah. And she just walks into camp by herself. And, you know, she's yeah. away from us all day. And she's in a new environment with people she doesn't know. Yeah. And, and they do fine. And they do fine. But it's yeah. like, when you think about it, yeah. like, if you're... Whenever you walk into a new environment, there's I a lot of anxiety that yeah, comes along with that. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And I can't imagine being not knowing how to express yourself fully in a right. new environment. Yeah, and like in summertime, like we've been taking her to this camp, but like each week it's a different group mm-hmm. and it's a different set of counselors, and so there's this restarting each week, and like you're out of your routine. Like she's not in her classroom that she recognizes, and yeah, that's strange. So when I think about that, I'm like, she's handling it really well. Yeah. She could freak out and have a meltdown every day. I know. And some kids do. That's true. Rightfully so. Yes. That's the point. (laughs) Rightfully so. Yeah. Yeah. So it sounds like your life is perfect. Yeah. I mean, basically, I wanted to come on today um, to just tell you guys that I'm, yeah, I'm living a perfect life. Hashtag. Nothing's wrong. Everything's great. Um, So fuck all of you. (laughs) And I'll see you never again. So will you be back next week? (laughs) Yeah, I'll probably be back. Yay. Well, I missed you. I know a lot of people missed you and had been asking how you were doing. But I just want to shout out. We had 
so many great guests this summer. Yes. Who also missed you and were like, where's Stephanie? Why Damn are you straight. the one? They better. That's Why good to know. Why are you here? I'm so glad to know that. I was like, because you're in my house. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so I'm so glad you're back. And yeah. um, anybody who wants to say hi and tell Steph how, sh- how you're doing, let us know how you're doing. Yeah. How's your summer going? How's everything going, guys? It's hot. It's hot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm it's it is. It's really good to be back. I feel like he's he's uh like twelve weeks old tomorrow. Yeah. He's three. But months. you know like when they're twelve weeks, they're not three months. Because well. like you measure the months. This is always confuses me. I don't. You measure the this, months yes. by like. So he's born May 9th. So June 9th, he's, he's technically a month. One month. And July 9th, he's two months. And August 9th, he's three months. But really. He's 12 weeks what? tomorrow. <laughs> because weeks and months don't always sync up. Yes, yes, yes. That's that why. That I understand. That, that is I what understand. I am saying. Okay, that I understand. And that is confusing many to me. moons like that I, have had 12 moons. Yes. So no. we, I don't know what the hell a moon <laughs> yes. is. But I do know that the baby has a pacifier in his ear yeah. and he's ready for me to stop talking to you. I'm glad you're back, um, and we will talk to you next week. Bye. Bye. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter, at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Um, mail camp. You can follow Hands Off Parents on Twitter at Hands Off Parents, or you can always send us an email at handsoffparents at gmail.com. Or if you look on Facebook, if you're into that thing, you can find us there as well. Hands Off Parents is Steph and Abby. Um, mail camp.